0: And a very good Thursday morning, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again. The special edition of The Paying Podcast by The Numbers. And, of course, it is uh, Thursday. It is uh, November 2nd, 2023. The Joe Beningo by The Numbers special podcast is brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Anita Discount Tire, and, of course, by our good friends at DraftKings. All right, we will now today do part four. Of the five-part series by the numbers, we will do numbers sixty-one through eighty today. Uh, very. Dip, by the way, sixty-one through eighty was not easy. You know, you start getting into these bigger numbers. You know, it really is basically now just football. There is going to be some hockey in there. There will be some basketball in there as well. But basically, now we get into these big numbers with uh, with football. So this was not easy, uh, really. The rest of the way from sixty-one all the way. Uh, to ninety-nine and double zero. Before we get into uh sixty-one through eighty, let's go over again. Numbers one through sixty. Here we go. Number one, Oscar Robertson. Number two, Derek Jeter. Number three, Babe Ruth. Number four, Lou Gehrig. Joe DiMaggio. Number five, Bill Russell. Number six, Mickey Mantle. Number seven, Yogi Berra. Number eight, Gordy Howe. Number nine, Walt Frazier. Number ten, Mark Messier. Eleven, Tom Brady. Twelve. Will Chamberlain, 13, Pete Rose, 14, Bart Starr, 15, Joe Montana, 16, John Havlicek, 17, Peyton Manning, 18, John Unitas, 19, Barry Sanders, number 20, Roberto Clemente, number 21, Emmett Smith, 22, Michael Jordan, 23, Willie Mays, 24, Barry Bonds, 25, Wade Boggs, 26, Juan Marichal, 27, Curtis Martin, 28, Ken Dryden, 29, Steph Curry, 30, Billy Smith, 31, Jim Brown, 32, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 33, Walter Payton, number 34, Justin Verlander, number 35, Gaylord Perry, number 36, Casey Stengel, number 37, Kurt Schilling, number 38, Larry Zonka, 39, Gail Sayers, number 40, Tom Siever, number 41, Jackie Robinson, 42, Troy Palomalo, 43, Hank Aaron, 44, Bob Gibson, 45, Andy Pettit, 46, Mel Blunt, 47, Jacob DeGrom, 48, Ron Guidry, 49, Mike Singletary, 50, Dick is 51, Ray Lewis, 52, Don Drysdale, 53, Goose Gossage, 54, Junior Seau, number 55, Lawrence Taylor, of course, number 56, Clay Matthews, the younger Clay Matthews, number 57, Derek Thomas, 58. Jack Hamm, 59, and Concrete Charlie, Chuck Bednarik, number 60. Okay, so here we go. From 61 through 80, very tough. 61 was not an easy number. I gave it to the great nose tackle of the Kansas City Chiefs back in the 60s, Curly Cup. And, you know, you look at that Kansas City defense, and there's going to be there's two other guys, or at least one other guy. I don't think there's two. One other guy who made the list here. And he's coming up pretty soon from that great defense. You know, you talk about the great defenses of all time. Nobody talks about the 1969 Kansas City Chiefs, but that defense had six Hall of Famers on it Buck Buchanan, Bobby Bell, Willie Lanier, Johnny Robinson, Emmett Thomas, and this guy, the nose tackle, number 61, Curly Culp, who was an All American wrestler in college as well. And Anchored one of the, like I said, one of the great defenses of all time. It just does not get the credit it deserves. The 69 Chiefs who won Super Bowl IV, the final Super Bowl when it was the AFL versus the NFL. Uh, He was just as good a run stopper as there was playing next to Buck Buchanan, playing next to Jerry Mays, playing next to Aaron Brown. Number 61, the great nose tackle of the Kansas City Chiefs, Curly Culp. Number 62, very tough number. I mean, you know, you go up and down. Where are you going? You know who I gave it to? I gave it to the center right now, the current center of the Philadelphia Eagles, Jason Kelsey, number 62. Guy's going to be a Hall of Famer, right? You know, arguably the best center in football right now. You know, his brother, Travis, gets all the publicity. And Travis is, look, he's a Hall of Fame tight end. There's no doubt about it. But his brother gets all the publicity because, you know, he plays one of the skill positions at tight end. He plays on, you know, the highest profile team in football right now, the world champion Kansas City Chiefs. And, of course, he's dating Taylor Swift. So (laughs) his brother Travis gets all the pub. But I'm giving some pub here. Travis isn't on this list, but his brother Jason Kelsey is. This guy is a future Hall of Fame center. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Number 62, the center of the Philadelphia Eagles, Jason Kelsey. All right, number 63, I mentioned Curly Culp and, you know, the great Kansas City Chief defenses, you know, defense back in 69. Well, his teammate, Willie Lanier, Lanier is number 63. You know, up until, you know, really the mid to late 60s, there was not a black middle linebacker. You know, the, the middle linebacker was kind of considered the same way as the quarterback, right? So it took a long time for that to change. And Willie Lanier was really the first of the great Middle linebackers, you know, a great black middle linebacker. I mean, you know, there should be no you know, white, black, it doesn't matter. But he was the first one really to be a great one at that position. And he's one of the best of all time. William Lanier, as I said, you know, you talk about that Kansas City Chief defense, man. Uh, I was well versed in it. I watched them beat up my Jets and uh, beat them in that divisional playoff game in 1969. That is truly one of the great defenses of all time. And you look at all the great defenses, whether it's the 85 Bears, whether it's the 2000 Ravens, the old 2 Tampa, Buc- Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, the Steel Curtain Steelers, nobody, nobody has more Hall of Famers on their defense than that 69 Chief team did with six. And Willie Lanier, at middle linebacker, may be the best of all of them. Number 63, the great middle linebacker of the Kansas City Chiefs, Willie Lanier. Number 64, this was a very tough number to come up with, but I finally did. I gave it to Jerry Kramer, number 64, the guard of course, played on the great offensive line with the Vince Lombardi Green Bay Packers, you know. He was the part of he was part of 5 championship teams, 3 NFL championship teams in uh, 1961, 1962, and 1965, and then, of course part of the uh uh, champion Super Bowl one and two Green Bay Packers. Jerry Kramer was also an author. Uh, you know, he wrote that, uh, uh, going back, the book about Lombardi and all that stuff, the Lombardi Packers. Jerry Kramer, number 64, finally got into the Hall of Fame very, very late. Should have been in there a long time ago. Finally gets in. So, number 64, the great offensive lineman of the Green Bay Packers. Remember, you, the... Ice ball game. Bart Starr follows him into the end zone. If you remember, right behind Kramer and Bowman in the center, number sixty-four, the great offensive guard of the Green Bay Packers, the great the Vince Lombardi Packers, and that is Jerry Kramer. All right, number sixty-five. This was a very again. It's it's very tough when you get into these numbers. It's basically all NFL linemen, and I gave it to this guy. This guy, you know, you talk about there's not a lot of centers in the Hall of Fame, and this guy, number 65, is not in the Hall of Fame and should be because when you think about it, he was the center on three Super Bowl champion offensive lines, the 86 Giants, the 90 Giants, the 94 49ers. And he was the only constant on any of those lines. The '86 Giant offensive line and the '90 offensive line were completely different except for him, and that's Bart Oates. And to me, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Doesn't get the credit he deserves. Like I said, he anchored three Super Bowl champion offensive lines and was the only constant of the three. Two with the Giants, as I said, one with the 49ers. To me, he should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't get how he's not. But... You know, maybe someday they'll put him in. And number 65 goes to the great center of really the Giants and then with the Niners, and that, of course, is Bart Oates. All right, Beningo with the uh, special Odepain podcast by the numbers. We move on to number 66. This is a no-brainer. And you know what? It's not an NFL player. It's Super Mario, the great Mario Lemieux of the Pittsburgh Penguins. (laughs) three-time Stanley Cup champion, hated the guy. I mean, as a Ranger (laughs) fan, couldn't stand him, you know? I mean, you talk about, you know, a guy got away with a lot. He was a very chippy player. But when you think of the greatest player in the history of the NHL, you know, he's on a short list. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you think of, obviously, Wayne Gretzky. You think of Gordy Howe. You think of Bobby Orr. Guys like that. Super Mario, Mario Lemieux, number 66. He's right there with anybody. Like I said... Didn't love the guy. You know, he even came back from cancer and played again in the NHL. He beat that as well. Didn't love the guy, you know, of course, as a Ranger fan. But to me, there's no doubt about it. Number 66 has to be one of the great players in the history of hockey. As my wife starts her a sneezing frenzy. Get ready for about three or four of those. One of the great players, and we bless, God bless it, her, we'll say it once. One of the great hockey players of all time, number 66. And that, of course, Super Mario, Mario Lemieux of the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, number 67, another tough number. Uh, I gave it to Bob Kuchenberg, the great offensive guard of the Miami Dolphins. Two-time Super Bowl champion, played on three uh, three consecutive Super Bowls in 71, 72, and 73. Of course, a member of the undefeated Dolphin team in 1972. Should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I don't get how Kuchenberg's not in the Hall of Fame. Bless you again. My wife will go off on a frenzy, as I said. The over-under for her sneezing is about three and a half. (laughs) Usually it's good to take the over. But getting back to Kuchenberg, uh, Larry Little's in the Hall of Fame. Jim Langer, the center on that team, was in the Hall of Fame. How the hell is Bob Kuchenberg not in? He should be. There's no doubt about it. Number 67, one of the great offensive linemen of all time, part of the the, – probably the greatest team in NFL history, the undefeated 72 Dolphins, number 67, Notre Dame, Bob Kuchenberg. All right, number 68, we go back to hockey. And this guy's one of my all-time favorite players, all right, right? And that's Yar, Yar- Yaga right? The great one-two punch with Lemieux in Pittsburgh, won a couple cups there going back into the early 90s. And of course, he eventually got to the uh, to the Rangers and had some great years, really, to, the comeback of the Rangers, remember the Rangers went like nine years without making the playoffs. Then they had the strike year when they didn't, you know, wiped out hockey completely. And then Yager winds up with the Rangers and leads them back to making the playoffs every year. And in holds the record for most goals in a season by a Ranger with 54. Only four Rangers have ever had 50 goal seasons. Vic Hadfield, Adam Graves, uh, Chris Kreider a couple of years ago. But the record holder is the great number 68, Yarimer Yager. And I I tell you, the Rangers should have never let him go. Of course, all those great years in Pittsburgh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Number 68, the great Pittsburgh Penguin, great years with the Rangers as well, played forever. How many years did he play in hockey? 20, 25 years. I think he even played in Russia for a while. Number 68, the great Yarimer Yager. 69 was a very tough number to come up with. I got to tell you, I mean, uh, you know, had to do a lot of research here for 69. I gave it to Jared Allen of the Minnesota Vikings. Remember, prominently of Minnesota. Really was a great pass rusher. Has been uh, on the Hall of Fame ballot many, many times. I think my wife's getting ready to sneeze again. Here we go. She's getting tissues now. So anyway, so far it's only two, which is stunning. Uh, Jared Allen, number 69. Got over 100 sacks in his career. Has been on the Hall of Fame ballot many, many times. Has not gotten there. Really deserves serious consideration for it. Very tough number. Number 69 goes to Jared Allen, the great defensive end, great pass rusher, mostly with Minnesota. So he gets number 69. Let's get number 70 in here before we go on and uh, get our sponsors in. Number 70 to me was a no-brainer the great middle linebacker really went maybe the first of the great middle linebackers number 70 sam huff of the new york football giants now he played on all those great giant teams those two teams you know that lost to the colts in 58 and 59 all of those teams that went to the nfl title game in 61 62 and 63 sam huff and those giant teams really made it sexy to play defense International Football League, and he was the cornerstone. You know, had some great players, Andy Robostelli and, and Dick Moduleski and Erich Bonds and Jim Katcavage, you know, Rosie Greer, but the prominent guy on those giant teams was Sam Huff, number 70, and then, of course, Ali Sherman, stupidly, when he had a fire sale in 1964, got rid of all these giants, you know, and traded Sam Huff to the Washington Redskins, and Sam Huff is still bitter or, you know, I don't I don't know if he's with us anymore, but he was still bitter about being traded from the Giants to Washington. And remember, he was on that Washington team that beat the Giants 72 to 41. Remember that game back in 1966, uh, you know, which is still the most points scored in an NFL game. Remember the Dolphins had 70 earlier this year against Denver, but that's 72, and uh, you know, Sam Huff said, let's score as many points as we can against the Giants but really one of the great middle linebackers of all time, great Hall of Famer, number 70, Sam Huff. All right, let's get our uh, our sponsors in here before we do 71 to 80. The uh, Hackensack Brewing Company, of course, we'll let you know when our next live podcast will be for the Hackensack Brewing Company. Uh, 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Fruit 4 in beautiful Who Needs a House out in Hackensack, New Jersey. The uh, tap rooms open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10, Saturday, 12 to 8, Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the Tombstones. Go check it out. See Mike Jones, see TJ, everybody over there, Herb, Andre, everybody. Check out my Oda Payne beer when you're there as well. We'll let you know when our next live podcast will be, uh, probably in, an, in the upcoming weeks, and we'll let you know when that's going to be. But again, check it out. The Hackensack Brewing Company. Of course, they need a discount tire. Located in Rivervale, New Jersey on Westwood Avenue. Go see my son, Johnny, his boss, Ari, uh, Rob, who does a great job. One of the great mechanics there. You need any work done on your car. You need work, You need tires. You need uh, your car inspected. The place to go, Anita Discount Tire. See Johnny and Ari and everybody over there and tell them Beningo sent you again. Rivervale, New Jersey on Westwood Avenue. And, of course, last but not least, our friends at DraftKings. Uh, you're going to bet on anything. Everything's going on now. You got the World Series going on. Texas won again last night. They're up 3-1. You want to bet the World Series going forward. Anything with the football, the NFL, the college football, NBA is back now. You want to bet that. You want to bet the hockey. Whatever you want to do, the way to go is DraftKings. It's the only way. And uh, uh, you can uh, get in the NFL action by using the code O to to sign up new customers, bet $5. $5 and can take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code O to O-A-T-H-E-P-A-I-N. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You can visit www.sot1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. You can text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, helps available for problems gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, uh, got to be 21 or, eight, uh, or over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, Canada. Great. See <laughs> sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after they're issued. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Check out DraftKings. All right. We return. go buy the numbers. Special edition of the Oda Payne podcast. Uh, We have uh, gone from number uh, 61 today uh, through number 70 to this point. We will continue on for number 71 through 80. Number 71, Walter Jones, the Hall of Fame offensive tackle of the Seattle Seahawks. One of the great offensive linemen we've ever seen. I don't know how many consecutive games he played. Guys never got hurt. Um, Played on, uh, well, I guess the only Super Bowl he was on with Seattle was the one they lost the Steelers back in 2005 but one of the great left tackles of all time number 71 Walter Jones Hall of Famer of the Seattle Seahawks number 72 I gave it to Dan Dierdorf who of course is a Hall of Fame left tackle played with the Cardinals back in St. Louis played on a damn good offensive line remember that left side of the line was him and Conrad Dobler uh Ken Gray was the center uh they had uh that was a pretty good team. going. That was Don Coryell coaching those teams before he got to the Chargers and had Air Coryell with Dan Fouts and Kellen Winslow and those guys. And they had a pretty good offense led by a, a very underrated quarterback by the name of Jim Hart. But uh, Dierdorf was an All-American lineman at Michigan. Remember, he did some broadcasting for a long time, did Monday Night Football for a while as an analyst, uh, also was an analyst on NBC as well, and, of course, a great Hall of Fame left tackle. Number 72, uh, the great left tackle, mostly of the St. Louis football Cardinals, and that was Dan Dierdorf. All right. Number 73, the first number that comes to mind was Joe Klecko, of course, of the Jets, one of my guys. Great, just got into the Hall of Fame. But I had to give 73 to arguably the greatest offensive lineman of all all time, and that was John Hanna of the New England Patriots. John Hanna, was also instrumental in getting Klecko in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, Hannah said that he was the strongest guy he ever played against. Hannah, of course, great great player at Alabama, played for Bear Bryant there. Uh, and, but all those years in New England, he was probably the greatest offensive lineman ever, or certainly is regarded as that. Uh, played guard in the NFL. Look, as much as I would have liked to give 73 to my, my guy Klecko, I had to give it to Probably, Greg like I said, the greatest offensive lineman we've ever seen. Number 73, John Hanna of the New England Patriots. 74, you know, there was a kind of a couple guys in the mix for number 74. Uh, Merlin Olsen, who, of course, played uh, on the uh, for- fearsome foursome uh, with Deacon Jones and Lamar Lundy and Rosie Greer with the Rams. You know, you got to give him consideration. He's one of the great defensive tackles of all time, Hall of Famer. Also, uh, an actor, a broadcaster, and all of that, but I had to give it to the guy they call Mister Cowboy, and that's Bob Lilly, great defensive tackle. You know what can you say? You know it was on the Cowboys. You know it was on the Cowboys when they finally broke through and won the Super Bowl, won Super Bowl six against the Miami Dolphins in the nineteen seventy one season. Uh, still got that picture. I remember going back the year before when they lost to the to the Colts in the Super Bowl when O'Brien made that field goal. And Lilly picks up his helmet and fires it like 20 yards, 30 yards down the field. Uh, But he made up for it the next year when they won the Super Bowl. He's one of the great defensive tackles ever. You know, you can make a case. He's right up there, like I said, with Alan Page, with Merlin Olsen, with Joe Green, you know, with Joe Klecko, with all of those guys. But number 74 to me has to be Mr. Cowboy, the great Bob Lilly. Now, number 75 was very tough, you know. Joe Green, obviously, wore number 75, but I had to give it to Deacon Jones, the guy who really invented the sack. You know, if they they weren't keeping sack numbers back when Deacon played in the early and mid 60s with the Rams, God knows how many he would have had. And as I said, he played on one of the greatest defensive lines of all time. I just referenced it when I referenced it when I talked about Bob Lilly, the fearsome foursome with the Rams. Deacon Jones and Lamar Lundy at the ends, Merlin Olsen and Rosie Greer at the tackles. Roger Brown came in to take over later on for Rosie Greer, but there's no doubt about it. When you talk about the, you know, maybe the greatest pass rusher of all time was Deacon Jones. I mean, he's right up there. To me, he's the greatest defensive end that ever played the game. In all due respect uh, to Reggie White and Bruce Smith and those guys that played defensive end, great players. I got to give it to Deacon. And so number seventy-five. I got great respect for Mean Joe Green, and it was tough. It was close, but I had to give it to the Deacon. I had to give it to David Deacon Jones of the L.A. Rams, the guy who really invented the sack as far as I'm concerned. All right, we move on. Number 76. Now, this guy, this was a tough number as well, but I gave it to a guy who's up for the Hall of Fame now, and that's Steve McMichael. A uh, tremendous defensive tackle of the Bears and, of course, the 85 Bears. You know, you look at the 85 Bears, Richard Dent's in the Hall of Fame now. Dan Hampton's in the Hall of Fame. Mike Singletary, of course, who is our number 50, is in the Hall of Fame. And I, and McMichael, I think, is the next guy to get in. Great defensive tackle. Doesn't get the credit that he deserved because, like I said, we're bigger-name guys on that team. But I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Probably should be a Hall of Famer. Maybe he gets in this year. Uh, you know. And he was kind of a wild man, too. Uh, I think he was the guy to put his fist through the blackboard before they played the Super Bowl against the Patriots when Buddy Ryan basically told him he was leaving the team after that game to go (laughs) coach the Philadelphia Eagles. It was either him or Hampton, one of them. But McMichael was kind of a wild man. But anyway, tough number, but I gave number 76 to Steve McMichael, uh, the defensive tackle of the Chicago Bears and, of course, Uh, the legendary 85 Bear defense. Number 77, it's Red Grange, the Galloping Ghost, right? I mean, I didn't see Red Grange play back in the 30s and the 40s, but he was kind of like the first big star of professional football. Played at Illinois in college, was a great college player. But when you think of number 77, doesn't it have to be Red Grange? I mean, it's like an iconic number in football, the Galloping Ghost, Red Grange. one of the legendary uh, uh, football players of all time, running back. I think he played defensive back in in as well, back when everybody was playing two ways, back in the 40s and all of that. So number 77 was a pretty easy call, and I gave it to a guy I never saw play. I mean, well, I just missed him by a year or so, but <laughs> the great galloping ghost, mostly of the Chicago Bears, number 77, Red Grange. All right, we move on by the numbers we're going we' are closing in on our uh, on segment number four 78 again this was a tough number I mean there was a, a a few different ways I could go with number 78 here but I decided to go this way and I gave it you know I thought about the great linebacker we talked about that great chief defense of 69 Bobby Bell the Hall of Famer but I gave it to maybe the greatest left tackle of all time Anthony Munoz of the Cincinnati Bengals uh, you know, he he blocked for Kenny Anderson. He blocked for Boomer Esiason. Asked Boomer about how great Anthony Munoz was. Of course, played at USC. Uh, he was an absolute rock with those Bengal teams uh, in the uh, in the 1980s. I mean, he was. I I think he's probably the greatest left tackle that ever played the game. Like I said, it was tough. There was a couple other guys I mentioned, Bobby Bell. There was a couple other guys you could talk about as well. But I think it has to be probably, arguably the greatest left tackle in the history of the National Football League, Anthony Munoz of the Cincinnati Bengals. 79 was another very tough number, but, you know, I go way back, and I gave it to the great left tackle of the New York football giants back in the late 50s and early 60s, Roosevelt Brown. Kind of gets lost in the shuffle when you think about the great left tackles. I was fortunate enough to see him play. You know, I saw those giant teams play in the early 60s with Y.A. Tittle and Dell Schaffner and Frank Gifford. We mentioned Sam Huff, who was on number 70, and Robustelli and Erich Barnes and all those guys. Uh, tremendous team. Never won. Remember, they lost uh, in 58 and 59 to Johnny Unitas and the Colts, the '58, the legendary, uh, you know, greatest game of all time, Allen and Michi and all of that in 58. They lost those two years. To the Colts, and then they lost 61-62 to the Packers, the Lombardi Packers, and then in 63, they lost to the Bears in Chicago when Tittle uh, hurt his ankle and wound up playing uh, basically on one leg through five interceptions in that game, but those were tremendous teams with the Giants, and Roosevelt Brown was a staple at left tackle, so number 79, the legendary great left tackle of the New York football Giants, Roosevelt Brown. <laughs> Number 80, it's a no-brainer. You know who number 80 is. It's the greatest wide receiver that ever played. One of the greatest football players in the history of mankind. When I think of the greatest football players of all time, I think of three guys. I think of Jimmy Brown. I think of Lawrence Taylor. By the way, they're both on this list. And I think of this guy, Jerry Rice. Is there even a debate? When you think, and, and look, there's been many, many, many great wide receivers in the history of pro football. Many, many, many. But is there really anybody better than this guy? Basically, holds every receiving record there is. Uh, hey, you know, I mean, uh, a Super Bowl champion, right? Won no Super Bowl with the uh, with the Niners in uh, 1988. Remember, he was the MVP of that Super Bowl as well. 88, 89 with the Niners. Won it again in '94 with Steve Young and the Niners. Was even played for the uh, Raider team that was in the Super Bowl in 2002 and lost uh, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's no doubt who number 80 is. Uh, This one is a layup. Number 80, the greatest wide receiver in the history of football, mostly with the San Francisco 49ers, and that is the one and only Jerry Rice. Okay, so let's review numbers 61 through 80. Okay, here we go. Number 61, Curly Culp number 62, Jason Kelsey, number 63, Willie Lanier, number 64, Jerry Kramer, number 65, Bart Oates, number 66, Mario Lemieux, number 67, Bob Kuchenberg, number 68, Yara Yaga, number 69, Jared Allen, number 70, Sam Huff, number 71, Walter Jones, number 72, Dan Deardorff, number 73, John Hanna, number 74, Bob Lilly, number 75, Deacon Jones, Number 76, Steve McMichael. Number 77, Red Grange. Number 78, Anthony Munoz. Number 79, Roosevelt Brown. Number 80, Jerry Rice. The Joe Beningo Biden Numbers Special Ode to Pain Podcast. We will be back next Thursday to wrap it up, the final segment, and we'll give you his number eight numbers 81 to double zero. Have a great week. I'll talk to you Friday. All the love.